The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... President Kim Charlson delivers her final presidential report to the American Council of the Blind. New officers and board members are elected in Rochester, plus changes in the works at ACB Radio. Welcome to ACB Reports for August 2019. During the opening session of the Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind on Saturday, July 6th, Kim Charlson delivered her final report as the organization's president. ACB Reports for August begins with her address. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for me to present to you my report to the convention. It's been a true honor for me to come before you again for my sixth and final report as president of the American Council of the Blind. The time has truly sped by for me as I look back over the past six years. I have several updates to provide, but I do want to reserve much of my report to give some observations, impressions, and thank yous to so many people who made my term as president so productive and I believe very successful. Seven years ago, I made a commitment to the membership of ACB that I would step forward to run as president in 2013. It is a decision that no one who makes that important commitment takes on lightly. Once such a decision was made, I knew it was one that I had to stay totally focused on no matter what else came along. We never know what kinds of obstacles, roadblocks, or opportunities will be placed in our path as we move ahead, and that was the case for me. Just three months before the 2013 ACV convention in Columbus, I was diagnosed with stage one breast cancer. I was so fortunate that it was detected very early and I was placed on a treatment schedule that was very successful with very few side effects. I was committed to move ahead for ACB and in fact, I believe that having that focus helped me to successfully complete my treatment. Now, just two months ago, I received the totally cancer-free diagnosis from my oncologist. <laughs> such, such great news to hear, and back then, I didn't let that cancer obstacle get in my way. I used it as my motivation to move ahead. It continues to be a pleasure 
for me to work with our incredible staff, both past and present, who get much of the organization's work done on a day-to-day -day basis. One significant moment I view as a major change point for ACB was the hiring of Eric Bridges as our executive director. Some questioned the hiring of such a young man to lead our organization, but I've never doubted Eric or his innate sense of what will work for ACB and his management style. He has good instincts and has brought on board a team of young, enthusiastic professionals who work hard and believe in ACB and what we stand for. Now I can honestly say ACB and our staff are highly regarded and admired in the cross-disability community and Eric's key relationships, input, and guidance are sought after from both government and industry alike. Thank you to that dedicated team Eric has pulled together. In our Minnesota office, we rely on Nancy Becker, Nicole Beto, Lane Waters, Nancy Christine Fila, and our new staff member, Cindy Van Winkle. <laughs> they keep the business wheels of ACB turning smoothly. And in our Alexandria, Virginia headquarters office, working directly with Eric, we are fortunate to have Kelly Gask, Sharon Levering, Claire Stanley, and Clark Rockfell, who stepped into the large shoes left empty by Tony Stevens, who we sure do miss, but Clark has not missed a step in those shoes, handling our advocacy and governmental affairs efforts every day. Thank you to all of you. Working alongside our strong staff are several contractors that do specific work for ACB in a variety of areas. Tom Tobin is our Director of Development. Joe Lynn Bailey Page is our grant writer. Joel Snyder is the Director of ACB's Audio Description Project. And Larry Turnbull is Managing Director of ACB Radio. Hello out there on ACB Radio. <laughs> Thanks to our contractors for all their efforts. I want to recognize and thank the members of the ACB Board of Directors and the members of the ACB Board of Publications collectively over the past six years for making my term as president so productive, collegial, and collaborative. Without all of you and your contributions, ACB would not be where it is today. Now to speak of the current board. First, I want to take a moment of personal privilege to recognize the support I have received from our immediate past president, Mitch Pomerantz. Mitch, six 
months ago, you gave us all a pretty big scare with a major medical issue. And we weren't sure we would be able to see you at this convention. I would like for you to please stand and be recognized by all of us for your stubbornness, your determination, and your overall curmudgeonliness, which are all the traits that made you recover so successfully. <laughs> Those traits are what we've come to, re to know you and respect you for every day. Mitch, thank you and glad that you're here with us for ACB. <laughs> As for the rest of the board, <laughs> thank you to all of you for your service. At the close of this convention, one officer, John McCann, will be stepping down from the board to dedicate his time and efforts to serving his local Arizona affiliate. Thank you, John, for your service to ACB. I also want to recognize another Arizonan who is um, a leader, who is terming out constitutionally, and that's Ron Brooks, who has been serving as chair of the Board of Publications. Ron has been on the BOP for the last six years, the last four as the chair, and he has done a tremendous job tackling some very challenging issues and bringing consensus and collaboration to bear to make the decision-making process as inclusive as possible. Ron, thank you for your service. And I am definitely expecting to see more from you on behalf of ACB in the future. I also want to acknowledge Ray Campbell for his service as secretary. He did a tremendous job. And he and I joke often that we each broke the glass ceiling. Me for bringing, being the first woman president of ACB, <laughs> and Ray for being the first male secretary in either a long time or possibly ever to serve ACB. Ray, it was an honor to work with you. <laughs> now for some updates. In late 2018, ACB worked with Hulu to become the latest streaming service to commit to accessibility for viewers who are blind or visually impaired. <laughs> That's okay to clap. Yay, it was a good thing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, ACB worked with the Bay State Council of the Blind and we reached a settlement agreement to increase the accessibility of Hulu's streaming service to individuals who are blind or have low vision. As a result, Hulu is now undertaking efforts to make its website and software applications accessible via screen readers and is working to provide audio description tracks for its streaming content wherever possible. With these efforts, Hulu joins such services as Netflix, iTunes, and Amazon's Prime Video, which are providing audio description for their programming and making the entertainment industry more aware 
and accessible to the blind community. Hulu has already started adding audio-described content on their website to over 38 programs and series. They have the remainder of this year to bring their app and website into compliance with current web accessibility guidelines and to continue adding audio-described content moving forward. I want to thank disability rights advocates and the Disability Law Center of Boston who represented ACB and BSCB respectively in this case. <clears throat> On February 8, 2019, the diplomatic papers of the Marrakesh Treaty for the Visually Impaired were delivered to the World Intellectual Property Organization in Geneva, Switzerland. Following the 90-day waiting period, on May 8th, the United States became the 50th nation to officially be recognized as a member nation of the Marrakesh Treaty. This was a great advocacy moment for all of the blindness organizations and represented tremendous collaboration among all blindness organizations, the library community, and the publishing industry. The path ahead for Marrakesh does have some challenges for U.S. entities, but libraries are working to overcome those obstacles, and you will hear more about those efforts this week from NLS and LUA presenters. <laughs> Over the past three years, through hard work by both ACB staff and volunteers, ACB has continued to balance its budget and has even produced a small surplus. <laughs> As a result, ACB has stabilized financially, keeps growing its revenue streams, and has established a legacy endowment fund. This is a tremendous accomplishment for everyone supporting ACB and its fundraising efforts. You're all to be commended. A revised endowment policy was approved by the board, um, ACB board at yesterday's meeting and bequest received from this point forward will be used to make sure adequate reserves are in place to cover annual operating expenses and then the residual assets will be added to ACB's Legacy Endowment Fund. Most important, the Legacy Endowment Fund will ensure ACB's financial future and help to perpetuate ACB's important work for many years to come. So congratulations to all of us for this achievement. For those using technology to keep up with information, ACB has continued its efforts with the development of ACB Radio Access on the Amazon Alexa line of virtual assistant devices. Using Amazon Echo devices with Alexa, you can now listen to ACB Radio Mainstream or Treasure Trove. Just say, Alexa, open ACB Mainstream 
or open ACB Radio Treasure. We are working on bringing ACB Radio Cafe and ACB Radio Interactive into the Alexa line of devices with an enhanced skill later this year. I wonder how many Alexa devices out there in Radioland I just turned on. <laughs> My thanks to Jeff Bishop for his continued leadership and his vision of what ACB Radio can be and where it can go in the future. Thank you, Jeff. As I mentioned earlier, we never know what curveballs life will toss our way. In mid-April, I lost my beloved seeing eye dog, Dolly, to a cancerous tumor pressing on her spinal column that was inoperable. It was incredibly sudden and devastating. I had resigned myself to being at this last convention as ACB president using my cane, which for me is a pretty slow process. <laughs> I had hoped to finish my term as president with Dolly by my side since she had been with me through nearly the entire run, but that wasn't meant to be. So I did what all of us who have to go through the dog replacement process do. I completed the paperwork, I faxed off the forms on May 1st, and settled in for a long wait. On May 4th, I received a call from the seeing eye while I was attending a BANA meeting in Toronto, the Braille Authority of North America. I was certain I must have made some dreadful error on my paperwork. They asked me if I might be able to come in for training on May 6th, two days later, to train with a new dog. I was stunned, but it didn't take long to say yes. <laughs> so I spent a couple of weeks in Morristown, New Jersey, training with my new seeing eye dog, Idabel. Yes, Ida Bell Charlson, a nice southern name for a good little Yankee dog <laughs> up in Boston. She's a two-and-a-half-year-old female German Shepherd, and she is working out great. And if you all see us zipping down the halls this week, please say hi. With Ida Bell by my side, I will finish up what has been a great experience leading a wonderful organization. I will start the next chapter in my service to ACB. I'm not sure quite yet what direction that will be, but I have a few ideas and I'm excited to continue work for ACB moving into the future. In closing, my thanks to all of the volunteers working with ACB. Last year, our volunteers contributed 18,502 hours of their time and effort to our organization, which is up over 2,000 hours from the previous year. That is an amazing accomplishment. My, th my thanks to ACB committee chairs, 
ACB committee members and others for all the hard work you do in making this organization the best it can be in serving people who are blind throughout the country. My thanks also to this year's convention committee, all of the volunteers who come and help us every year, and everyone who has worked to make this convention all that I know it will be, one of our most successful conventions ever. The American Council of the Blind and our thousands of members continue to have much to be proud of. And our affiliates and chapters all across this country are making a difference in so many ways. Our work continues to be important and our advocacy continues to be our strength. I am looking forward to supporting our new president and the new team of officers that will lead ACB into the future. I want to help with membership initiatives, implementing our vision for the future, and promoting ACB's core values throughout our organization. We will continue to have victories on key issues, battles when we need to fight for our civil rights, and partnering with industry to make opportunities for inclusion a reality rather than a dream. I plan to be there for all of you working hard to make all of those dreams a reality for all of us. Thank you for the opportunity you've given me to lead ACB for the last six years. It was an honor I will always treasure. Thank you so much. That was Kim Charlson delivering her final report as president of the American Council of the Blind. She completed her third and final term as president of ACB at the conclusion of the conference. ACB Reports wishes to thank Board of Publications member Susan Glass and Steve Dresser, the host and producer of Council Connection, the monthly radio program of the Bay State Council of the Blind, for sharing this recording. From the American Council of the Blind, you're listening to ACB Reports. The American Council of the Blind elected new officers, one new board member, and one new member of the Board of Publications during its 2019 conference and convention. Welcome and congratulations to the following. President Dan Spoon of Orlando, Florida is retired. He formerly worked as a senior project manager for Siemens. First Vice President Mark Reichert of Arlington, Virginia is the Director of Public Policy for the National Disability Rights Institute and the founding president of Excelsis LLC, a public policy consultancy. Second Vice President Ray Campbell of Glen Ellen, Illinois, is a senior accessibility analyst for United Airlines. Secretary Denise Colley of Lacey, Washington, is a retired disability program coordinator for the state of Washington. She currently also serves as president of the Washington Council of the Blind. 
Treasurer David Trott of Talladega, Alabama, is retired from Alabama Industries for the Blind, where he dealt with contracts, budgets, employees, and supervised the daily operation of various programs. Board member Donna Brown of Romney, West Virginia, is a technology integration specialist at the West Virginia School for the Blind. Board of Publications member Zelda Gebhardt of Edgeley, North Dakota, is an administrative assistant at Wright Insurance Agency. She also is currently the president of the North Dakota Association of the Blind. Congratulations to these individuals on their election. On July 29th, the following announcement regarding ACB Radio was released by Eric Bridges, Executive Director of the American Council of the Blind. ACB Radio Managing Director Larry Turnbull is taking a leave of absence for medical reasons. Jeff Bishop is now managing the day-to-day -day operations of the service, ensuring ACB Radio runs with little to no interruption. We ask for your patience and understanding over the next several weeks, as there may be some program adjustments to ACB Radio. That announcement came from ACB Executive Director Eric Bridges. Two subsequent announcements from Jeff Bishop clarified the situation and released a new broadcast schedule for ACB Radio Mainstream. In summary, Jeff Bishop wrote, During the absence of Larry Turnbull, a team has been developed to work on ACB Radio and other tasks that have been overseen by Larry. The team consists of Jeff Bishop, Debbie Hazelton, and Jason Castengay. A very special thanks is also extended to Rick Morin, who has been helping with scheduling and audiovisual tasks for ACB and ACB Radio. A few glitches or delays in the posting of content may be experienced as the team gets up to speed, but rest assured every effort is being made to keep such interruptions to a minimum. The team, along with the governing boards of ACB, strongly believes that the American Council of the Blind must be the focus of what is heard on ACB Radio Mainstream. For this reason, the ACB Radio Mainstream schedule has undergone immediate major changes. You can view the new schedule at acbradio.org mainstream. If you have specific suggestions about the schedule or questions about ACB Radio, please let us hear from you. Feedback from listeners is the key to getting the content mix right. Send your questions and suggestions regarding ACB Radio to support at acb.org. The management team will work hard to address your questions and concerns. We sincerely appreciate all of the kind messages we have received about this team's work as we pick up the many tasks that were managed by Larry Turnbull. Please keep Larry in your thoughts and prayers. That announcement from Jeff Bishop and the ACB Radio team. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports.